well, uh, we be, we've become familiar over the last few months with something called Jewish History Soundbites. Uh, Jewish History Soundbites. It's led by a gentleman named Yehuda Geberer, who's described as a tour guide at Jewish History Tours with Yehuda Geberer. And, um, and uh, during this time, we, we've always had this um, notion of inviting him on the air and discussing what he does. Uh, but once the trend of destroying history really became popular over the last six weeks or so in the U.S. and other parts of the world, uh, once once this whole attitude came back uh, to humanity uh, and uh, it became something that was at the forefront, and hopefully I could say was, and that it not still is, but anyway, was at the forefront of uh, so many people's minds, destroying one's history and not looking back, I thought, you know what, this is a good time to talk about Jewish history and its importance. Uh, as it says on his website, YehudaGeberer.com, yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny. Now, I don't know whose quote that is, but boy, does that sum up uh, the attitude we should have uh, even these days when we view Jewish history or anyone's history. Yehuda Geberer is speaking to us from his home in Israel. Yehuda, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. How did this all start? You know, this might be an unusual way to begin the conversation, but I'm so curious. Um, do you mind if I ask you uh, the type of educational institutions you attended as a youngster? I'm trying to get a perspective on uh, on how you developed such a love and interest in Jewish history. Um, I was in the uh, Mir Yeshiva for many years, which uh, proud proud alumnus of the uh, of the Mir. And you mean that? And when you say, uh, oh, in Yerushalayim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I you know I live here. My family right. lives here. Right. And um, um, that's that's where I was for many years, right. uh, both when I was single and married. And uh, my interest in history was totally on my own. It was a hobby, and it developed over time. Right. I mean, the, the, the majority, I would think, I think this would be an accurate statement, the majority of Jewish educational institutions in this country, and I'm talking about religious institutions, uh, and likely in Israel, I, I, w- I would think pay very little attention. Would that be fair to say? Very little attention to the pursuit of Jewish history? Yeah. That would be fair. That would be a fair assessment to say. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was saying. I, it was on my own, uh, something that I always liked and developed over time. And then uh, in the recent years, I decided to uh, make it uh, something more real, you know, with the, the podcasts and the trips. And today it's not real tours, it's virtual tours, but uh, it's still there. And, and it's just using uh, what I've always been doing on my own as a hobby into making it something real and relatable to everyone and exciting, interesting, any other adjective that you can uh, add to that because it's, it's all that and, the, and, the, and a lot more. Yehuda Geberer is with us live via telephone. By the way, you're, you're breaking up, so whatever area of your home you could go to where you have the best phone reception, uh, that would be very helpful. Why has your um, collection of podcasts and your Twitter feed, in your opinion, become so popular? 
Um, it's, it's hard to know. What I, what I do sense from the feedback that I've been getting from lots of listeners and, uh, and of course, on the social media feedback is that there's a, a real thirst out there, um, something that was beyond any of my expectations when I initially started it up. Um, people want to know. Uh, people want to connect to their past, and it's interesting to them. And uh, and uh, it's, it, there's a, you know, a lot of knowledgeable listeners out there who, are, who have a lot to add and a lot to say. And it generates a lot of interest because um, it's just something that it's a, it's a void that needed to be filled. There's very few out there who are doing it, and whoever's doing it is doing a great job. I'm not the only one. Um, and uh, and and it just took off uh, beyond, well beyond any of the expectations I had initially when we got it off the ground. And th- and does that indicate to you? I mean, I, I guess it's obvious uh, that that there is a thirst for the information that you're giving. Um, uh, but does it also indicate, or did you did you learn from this experience that the void that I described earlier regarding the topic of Jewish history in our community um, is one that's desperately um, needed or wanted to be filled? Is it something that you think uh, you know that there's a major uh, a push among people uh, to to um, fill that void or is this really a very specific small group in our community that you're communicating with uh it's a good question it's hard to know i think that we have a good data set uh, a lot of people who are tuning in and listening in and uh, done a lot of trips with a very diverse uh, um you know religious jewish population both from israel and uh, the united states and other places and uh, it, it seems that i don't know if it's desperate and i definitely don't work in education i work in history so it's i can't say what the educational system is like or should be like right. um but it seems like people are interested and they they want to know they want to hear um and there there's definitely a thirst and uh, people some people are well read and very 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 often you'll find people who want to be well read so there's definitely uh, a large, large group out there, a uh, percentage of the population of all ages and backgrounds, who are very excited and interested in this topic. Yehuda Geberer is with us from Israel. You could literally go to YehudaGeberer.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com, and see everything that we're talking about today, including the podcast information and the virtual tour information. Also on uh Twitter, it's Jewish History Soundbites, which officially is at J, that's letter J, at J Soundbites. You could find him on Twitter. Uh, it says on your website, the quote is, yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny. So way before uh, cancel culture and way before the effort uh, in many countries to, uh, to uh, throw down and deface statues, it seems just based on that quote, you have you've always understood the importance of looking back and how much of an effect that looking back has on what we are today and what we will be tomorrow. Definitely, definitely, my belief and uh, anyone who participates in the uh, tours again and back in the in regular times live or now virtual sees that uh, you see that in the in the. Uh, in the listeners on the podcast, you, the connection that you have and that you attain, and um, it's something that becomes real, becomes part of your identity, and and um, it makes makes you feel you know more comfortable with who you are, understanding what our destiny is, and it's actually my quote you asked before at the beginning, right? Who the quote is? Um, it is. <laughs> 
I spent a lot of time on that trying to come up with the yeah, uh, perfect. I got it. I got it. For someone like me who loves the three-part quote, I, I may just have to steal this one. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that in mind, with what you just said in mind, now to really put you on the spot, you did comment that you have no comment regarding the curriculum in our yeshivas and schools, and I respect that. That's not your department, and uh, you're not on that soapbox to uh, to discuss it or to uh, proclaim anything. Uh, but but nonetheless, would it w- would you go as far as to say when a yeshiva guy, a guy who's 20, 25 years old, who fears that when he listens to a sports podcast, for instance, that he's wasting time, he's doing something that's ill-advised because – you know, it's not what he should be doing. He should be using his spare time in a much more productive Jewish way, especially for those who are surrounded all day by the study of Torah. Uh, it, w- would you go as far as to say to him, because of the destiny and identity issue, that if he'd be listening to a podcast like this, like yours in his spare time, he would not be wasting time? Um, I think that would be pompous of me to say that uh, that you know my podcast is not wasting people's time. Well, any Jewish, <laughs> any Jewish history. I think, I think it's interesting and I think it's valuable. Um, it's just obviously my you know subjective uh, biased opinion. Um, but it, I, I, I guess judging from the feedback from people, and we get a lot of feedback, and uh, it's not a waste of time for people. They enjoy it. It's it and adds depth and value to their lives to discussions, to thoughts, to uh, identity. And, uh, you know, I can't say it's better than sports. Uh, like yeah, too, I, I, but... get, I, I get that. But my point being, of course, that <laughs> my, my point, to bring it back to my point, uh, my point being that if somebody goes ahead, uh, if someone rather, you know, spends the majority of their day in a very insulated world of academia, even their academic world is very insulated. And that, of course, is, is, is prevalent in our community. Um, if, in fact, we're going to, uh, to insist that people's identity and destiny are vital and important, it, it, it might be, and again, I, I'm not looking for you to, you know, to, to um, promote your own podcast as the best Jewish history one out there, but it might be a good idea for people like us to suggest to those young people that a, Jew, that a quality Jewish history podcast is of value. How's that? Definitely. Can I put it that definitely, way? Definitely, <laughs> definitely has value. You definitely should check it out. We're available on all the uh, on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all the regular podcast uh, platforms, and and it, and it's definitely something that that uh, I think uh, I think uh, the great listeners of of uh, your show would uh, would appreciate and and uh, and find interest in. It's also you know leaving aside the value and the identity, which I, which I wouldn't leave aside. It's important, but I think it's also exciting and it's entertaining, and it's interesting. It's fun. Um, so that that also is something. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of rabbis, communal leaders, a lot of big people out there who are listening to it, and and it's it's, it's something that um, you know a lot of the cream of the Jewish people right now is listening to. If I might say so. You know, you're able to again from the feedback, we're able to see how, you know who is listening and 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 stuff like that. So there's definitely a lot of people People out there find a great interest in it and value to it, and we're pretty proud of that. We're, you know, I'm, I'm very excited that people are getting an interest in it, and um, 
it's not just the podcast; it's the tours, and, and like, you know, I also have a, uh, um, a an art and the column in the Mishpacha magazine, which is pretty popular. So it, it's in, in various different platforms um, that people are uh, taking an interest in in modern Jewish history of late. Uh, so um, and it's not limited. Like I said, like I'm saying, it's people like to read it uh, in Mishpacha. They like to listen to it on the podcast. They like to participate in it on tours, virtual tours, uh, real tours, and uh, in all ways and shapes and forms. Uh, you know, it's an enjoyable experience. Um, Jewish, and I assume on all of the platforms you just mentioned, all people have to do is search Jewish history sound bites. Yes, yes. The virtual tours is something new because um, uh, it's uh, you know because of the whole uh, virus situation. They can't right. really travel. To no, Europe but I mean, anymore, I mean, so I, doing... mean, I mean, on the podcast platforms, all they have to do is search Jewish history sound bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. What are the regular tours like? You know what? Before we even before I even ask you that, are you are you self taught? All the information you have. I mean, do you have a rebbe in Jewish history, or you basically just kept reading and reading and reading and watching important videos, and you and you've gotten to this point? Um, a lot, a lot of it on my own. Um, you know, a lot of it uh, I've gotten from many others, mentors, and. You know, I'm, I'm very close with Rabbi Wine, for instance, and uh, I've spoken to many other people in the field, big people in the field. I've gotten guidance from them, and uh, I do study it in in a in, a, in an academic capacity also, and just lately. And and uh, you, you build on you basically, you know, you try to build on what you have on your own, and you try to add to it. If you can't learn from others, you're never going to get anywhere. So you got to be able to uh, always be seeking out others. The great you know, Know, scholars and wise people out there in the field who know a lot more and have many much much more experience and see what you can gain from them in knowledge and methodology and approach and analysis and everything else that's uh, important to to the field to be able to give it over to the others in, in an effective way um oh, so now i will ask you what are the general tours like forget about covid for a moment i mean what do you do you travel with people in groups to different places where have you been you know, go all over Europe. Um, you know, main, primarily, obviously, Eastern Europe. Um, but it's you know, literally uh, going in the footsteps of the past, going to ancient communities and shuls and uh, yeshivas and kivrei tzaddikim and uh, other sites related to the Holocaust, related to any aspect of uh, Jewish history, whether it's in Poland or Lithuania or Ukraine or Hungary or Germany or Czechoslovakia, Austria, anywhere where there's prominent Jewish communities in uh, in Europe or other places, and do similar stuff in Israel of uh, modern Jewish history uh, the last uh, 500 years or so, and uh, and we go you know go from place to place, seeing it and absorbing it and letting really letting the place itself talk uh, and and, let, and tell us their story. Um, and I just try to enable that for the group, uh, either it's family groups or or educational groups or um, shuls, is all different types of uh, ages and backgrounds uh, that people like to get together and, and form a group to be able to um, uh, to be able to go 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 and be part of the Jewish history revolution. Uh, you know, I also work at Yad Vashem, so in that capacity, like I mentioned about the Holocaust sites in Europe, so I you know do that in Israel as well. Of course, that's also closed now. As right. Also, but. Um, you know, so 
that uh, that's that's basically the tours. So they now in, in recent times, so since I can't get to Europe, and since groups can't come, so do virtual tours in Israel, um, which you know is pretty popular for investing. And in, you know you can't visit Israel, so we bring Israel to you. Um, we go with the live tours, you know, walking tours of neighborhoods and old place, uh, you know, places that have uh, you know behind the facade of uh, places that we may be even familiar with uh, in uh, on our visits to Israel. But the, there's like an exciting and interesting story behind uh, behind the behind the stones, and um, and uh, that that's that's also picking up. And of course, uh, the podcast is the prime. You know, the, that, that that that's not limited to COVID and or any virus. No, 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 no world can stop that. Where we launched uh, recently a series uh, on great American Jewish cities. Um, you know, a lot of times we focus on European Jewish history, but American Jewish history is is very fascinating and uh, uh, as well and we go every week we examine another city um and we got, we've gone through quite a few cities we just did a foray into the south this week of charleston savannah and memphis and the previous weeks we've done seattle and pittsburgh and you know montreal or wherever and we have a lot more cities coming up so you know that seems to be very popular people like hearing about um how the american jewish community developed over time and uh and of course the Siegel family has a big part in that and in Newark, you know, maybe we'll get to that one day too. <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh that, that's uh, that's uh, it, it it's all around. It's literally an endless and like I said it's a Jewish history revolution. It's something that it's uh, very often not explored enough and it seems to be quite an interest in it. Yeah, and we need it now more than ever. By the way, folks, you can go on Twitter um, you could follow Yehuda Geber, Jewish History Soundbites. Officially, it's at J, letter J, Soundbites. Jewish History Soundbites. Again, it's at J, Soundbites. Also, the website has all the information, YehudaGeber.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com. You know, one of the things that caught our attention, I mean, there are a lot of people involved in Jewish history who, frankly, we could interview and speak to on this show, uh, but one of the things that um, caught our attention is that colleagues of yours insist uh, that while many, and this is no secret, while many try to tilt Jewish history in a certain direction for political reasons, for the benefit of certain communities, etc., it's not, it's not a secret, obviously. Um, th- the reputation you have is that even if something is going to ruffle some feathers, if it's accurate, if it's true, if it's fact, you want to make sure it's out there. Would that be a, an accurate way of portraying the way you approach things? Um, in general, yes. Um, it, 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 it's not. It's, it's hard to sell something that's not accurate, and it's hard to connect with something that's not accurate. And we have to absorb the whole truth because everything of our past. And uh, you know, I don't want to get too into psychology here because I don't know any. Um, <laughs> but with, you know, everything that's, uh, that forms uh, it's part of your a component of your existence, of your past, of of your collective story is uh, together makes who you are, and we can't only focus on uh, on one aspect or another. So in general, that's the idea. Um, but um, but uh, you know, at the same time, the the idea is also not to, not you know you don't want to be offensive to anyone. Sometimes there's no point in in bringing up something if it's just going to offend people. I also have kids that I need to marry off eventually, and uh, I have a family, and you know, <laughs> so you're, I, you don't, you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to ruffle feathers too much. You don't want to offend anyone. 
So you're really constantly walking a tightrope, and I hope to always do so. Um, you see, you, wanna, you don't want to veer too much in either direction and keep things stable and interesting at the same time and true. And uh, truth is always the, the ultimate goal. Wow, I'll tell you, yeah, you basically just did in that sentence what we just described you as uh, trying to do and make it. You're you were you were very honest to say the least in that assessment. Uh, that uh, the, you you don't mind ruffling feathers, but you also uh, have a ha, have a guarded situation when uh, when when you know that common sense needs to prevail. I think I, I think that would be a proper way of putting yeah. it. Um, yeah. Well, you do some interesting things. I'll tell you is, who. Who um, is there? Anyone specific when it comes time to research a specific city in the U.S.? Is it, are, do you again go to some of the sources you just mentioned, or are there specific sources that are local that you would either go to or read about? Like uh, you know, when it comes time to to learn about Savannah and Atlanta and Seattle, how does that work? So very often, also a good question about how to how to deal with sources. Uh, very often. Um, so again, like in the city series, you'll wanna, you'll wanna, in each locality, you want in, in each uh, in each city, you'll wanna find people who are either historic families or people who have researched or written about it, and try to see what they've either written or maybe even talk to them or email them and see what sources they have available and what they're willing to share. People who might have family stories. Um, that's in 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 the city series. When it comes to certain subjects, um, you know, I, recently we did a a series on the yeshiva in Valazhin, um and development of the yeshiva movement. So, you know, th- there's always certain go-to people for any subject, and and the, you want to find the expert, the best people of that subject. You want to get see what they've written, um, and 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 use them because uh, every person has their expertise. Expertise, history is a science, uh, like not exactly like any other science. It's not an exact science, but it's it's like many other fields in that that uh, it's very very specific and every person has their expertise and 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 you you go from from source to source as you go along in your journey and and you try to utilize whatever what every uh, what source and person and uh, professional and and, uh, and or non-professional has to offer in that in that sphere right wow well, it's certainly a good approach, that's for sure. Uh, Yehuda Geber, he's our guest. Uh, you can check him out. Um, uh, Jewish History Soundbites on Twitter. Uh, all the information you need is on the website, yehudageber.com, Y-E-H-U-D-A-G-E-B-E-R-E-R.com. Uh, and as I said, in a, an environment that we are in now where people of all backgrounds, uh, not just certain backgrounds, but all backgrounds around the world, I uh, want to eliminate history. Now is the time to, uh, we have to utilize this opportunity to really step things up for parents to convince uh, uh, children, for grandparents to convince children and grandchildren, and for all of us in the field, of ed- those of us who are in the field of education, to really focus on the importance of Jewish history, both from, uh, uh, from uh, years ago and centuries ago and modern day as well. And I hope this conversation has convinced a lot of people in positions to have influence in this area to go ahead and do so. Uh, Yehuda, I hope we get to speak down the line. Continue your amazing work, and I, uh, I, I'm really uh, I'm happy that so many people around the world are taking advantage of your service. Thank you very much. A pleasure. YehudaGeberer.com Jewish History Soundbites, at letter J Soundbites on Twitter. Check it out, everybody. Let's spread the word and get more and more people focused on good, true, factual, important Jewish history from every era in the history of our people. As Yehuda says, 
Yesterday's story is today's identity and tomorrow's destiny. If only the rest of the world understood that. Thursday morning broadcast. More coming up at JM in the AM.